And we are back. Yes, sir. College Kings, baby. College Kings is back. Episode four. How you doing, brother? I'm doing good, sir. You know, it was a great, great weekend of college football. You know, can't get any better. Got Monday Night Football on in front of me right now. Yep. Right so, here. I mean, hey, life is good right now. Life yeah. is great. Yeah, let's just take hey, let's just take a second to appreciate football is back. Football is officially back. It is so back. It's Gosh. so exciting, bro. The worst part is we were just talking about it. Aaron Rodgers just went down in a boot, uh, not coming back the rest of the game, dude. So sad. Yeah, but we're not here to that. talk about these games. We're here to talk about the games that really caught our really caught our attention last Saturday. And there were some good games. There were some really exciting games. And there were games that, in my opinion, there were some teams that were kind of iffy in some games. Mm. There were some teams that, you know, kind of had a lot of hype coming in this season and kind of didn't show off this weekend. But uh, it's week two, so we'll see what happened. But one of the biggest games is, uh, you know, one of the games we're going to cover right now, and that'd be... My Crimson Tide taking the L at home against Texas, man. Yep. I mean, it was it was a good game in my opinion. Texas just Texas got a squad, dude. Mm. Texas is. I'm not gonna say they're back yet, but they're on the verge of possibly having a playoff contention this season, especially after a big win against Bama. And they haven't beat Bama in forever. It's been 2000. Like last time they played last year was a close game, 20 to 19. The only thing I'm taking away from that game is we had Bryce Young. They did not have Quinn. They did not have Quinn playing that entire game. Mm. And I told you this prior that if Quinn plays that game last year, we we lose back to back games to Texas. But they had our number this year. They had a revenge tour, and they came in strapped and ready to play for sure. And I mean that offense is lethal. Steve has got a squad over there for sure. I respect Stark. I respect Sarkeesian for sure because I mean without him we don't get that 2020 championship. But Texas, Texas is going to be a team to watch out here for sure. Yeah, I mean you said it best, man. It was we knew what this game was. We knew the potential, the consequences, uh, what this game would unfold after it, and I mean. No, no. Obviously, Alabama's going to face the worst consequences, and Texas is going to face the most positive uh, benefits from a win. Oh yeah, I mean, For sure. besides beating a number one seed, a number one ranked oppo- opponent, I mean, what's better than beating an Alabama Crimson Tide team? You know, exactly. And I mean, there's a lot of things I want to say. I'm not going to take anything away from Texas during this game. I mean, we were watching it, and we looked good at first, and there was times where there was signs of a very good Bama team. Hey, one sec. We just one sec. Aaron Rodgers X-rays are negative. Okay, that's good. That's, that's good. Excellent. Insane. That's good. That is good. But I'm not taking anything away from Texas during this game. I will say we do Bama does have a squad. I mean, Bama always recruits. Texas has got a Texas has got a coach that can also recruit just like Nick Saban can. Mm. Everybody after seeing this game, everybody's going to look at Texas like, "Hey, they have there's a chance that that team can be a playoff team and I may want to go commit there." There's no disrespect in that for sure touchdown. Oh, what a pass. <laughs> what a play. Um but this Texas team showed me that you know, you can't hook them down forever. I was saying that all week, hook them down. And I was a little skeptic around this game, but they beat us at the one position that every, in my opinion, most teams in the country are going to beat Alabama at, and that's quarterback. You have an experienced veteran quarterback that came in and got the job done. Yeah, that's that was the biggest 
when you watch the game with your own eyes, the biggest thing you could take away, like, Miro is talented. He has a skill set that is great for college football. But the biggest thing you could take away is the skill set with the arm and the trust with the arm and just experience, man. He's just been out there more. Yeah. I mean, it's his third start. It's his third career start. And, I mean, last week against Middle Tennessee is a puppy dog game, bro. It's like sending a puppy dog into the wolf pack. You're not going to compete. We're going to blow him out. He had a five-touchdown game. That's good. That's a good way to build the confidence. But this was a proven game for both teams. This was a proven game for both teams. And this was a proven game for Jalen Milrow. And he showed me that he can kind of be one-dimensional. He can kind of be one-dimensional when it comes to his game. Yes. The arm talent is there. The arm strength is there. Like, he had a 40-yard bomb to Jermaine Burton, and mm-hmm. it was a beautiful ball. But there were some – the two interceptions that he had were to triple coverage. The linebacker read him. Once you take away his first read, it's kind of like, I mean, you're going to force him in a bad situation. Offensive line, offensive line gave up nine sacks. Our offensive line varies from 320 to 360. There's some big boys. That's a line. That's an NFL size line for sure. But Texas, like Texas, got so much pressure that you gave Jalen Milrow three seconds, and you take away his first ring. He's going to try and run, and that gives the defensive line opportunities to get off blocks and make big time plays. And that's what exactly what they did. Also, what killed Bama? Ten penalties. Penalties killed us last year in that game in Austin. We still came out with the win, but we had Bryce Young at the helm. 10 penalties, you're not going to win a game at all. That's not how you win games. That's how you're going to get setbacks. That's how you're not going to have confidence in your offense. And, I mean, the two interceptions was the big was the biggest thing as well. And Texas just showed me that their defense can be a very explosive, a very scary defense, especially in the Big 12, where you have explosive offenses, but you don't see very – experienced defenses like that. We know Big 12 is meant for explosive offenses, and there can be a team that surprises you with some defense. TCU last year, they surprised a lot of people. Yes, they did let up a lot of big point, like a lot of big scoring gains to some teams. Like Texas last year, they let up a really big scoring game to them. Mm-hmm. But this year is different because I feel like Texas has finally figured their group out as a whole. Mm-hmm. Texas has finally figured it out that, you know, you get a well-oiled machine – and you're clicking all cylinders, you're going to be able to put up some points. And if your defense is also backing up your offensive play, that's just going to make it 10 times better. That's what SEC schools do. Mm. SEC schools have very have elite offenses, but also have elite defenses that help you win games. Offenses sell tickets. Yes. Defenses win championships. Yes. And that's what Texas, that's what Texas is starting to figure out right now. Now, do I think that they're in the league to play Georgia right now and win? Absolutely not. I don't think anybody right now plays Georgia and wins, mm. but okay. give it time. Give like it's only second week, so honestly, Texas can only go up from here. You have so much confidence right now after beating Alabama, and I think they're ranked number four now. They jumped up eight spots, mm-hmm. so I mean, you have all the confidence in the world right now to go out there and make us like make a statement saying, "Hey, we're here to compete," especially since they come in the SEC next year. That's going to be a big one. Um, But Texas, to me, you know, 
Texas is going to be a really good team this year. Bama, and I love my boys to death, it's time to figure something out. There's fixable mistakes. As Nick Saban came out in a press conference today, there are fixable mistakes that we can make. And I feel bad for South Florida next week. I really feel bad for South Florida Mm. because that team is going to catch the biggest backhand of their life (laughs) when they have to play Bama. And it's at home. It's an away game. It's in South Florida. You know, there's going to be a lot of hype around it for sure. And everybody's already counting out Alabama right now. And I can see why. Understandable. But, I mean, you can count out the team. But don't ever write Nick Saban off like he's not here. Mm Mm-mm. Everybody's coming out saying, "Oh, he's going to retire. Oh, he bought a new he bought a new house in Florida. Bought a vacation house in Florida. Probably doesn't want to be around everybody when he wants to go on vacation." But you don't count out Nick Saban yet. I swear, gonna, if he went to gator. Florida, bro, I'd probably just quit watching college football for a year. <laughs> if he went to, if I saw Nick Saban in orange and blue, I think I'd cry and vomit <laughs> at the same time. I would be so sad. But Bama, Bama's got some Bama's got some things to work out for sure. Um, and one of the biggest things is on the offensive side of the ball, which would be quarterback and fixing the offensive line for sure. Offensive line did not look good. The offense in general did not look good unless we ran the ball. They ran the ball so good, and we talked about that on Saturday watching the game. That offense can run the ball, and that's what you have to get back to. If you have a dominant run game, that's going to give that's going to leave you options over the top, over the middle to get that pass game going. And it may be Milrow, it may be Tyler, it may be Ty Simpson. Whoever's taking snaps, run the ball. Mm-hmm. Run the ball and open up that space over the top. Because that's what Texas did. Texas is so high-tempoed. You know how it was. It's mm-hmm. just like Ole Miss's offense. They're so high-tempoed, they don't give the defense time to think. And that's what happened on one drive in the – I think it was in the first or second quarter. Texas had that high-tempo offense. Alabama's defense had their hands up in the air because they couldn't get the call. Mm-hmm. And, like – that's what that's what's going to win them games, in my opinion. Having that having that defense guess what's going to happen. So oh all God, respect. Pick. to – Oh my gosh, pick! Oh, <laughs> jet season's over. Zach Wilson. That <laughs> jet season's over. Um, I'm not taking anything away. I'm not, I'm not going to take anything away from Texas. Texas played the best game of their season right now. This was the best game and the best win for them. Alabama, love my boys to death. Ride to the tide till the day I die. It's we gotta figure things out. We gotta fix these small errors and we'll be able I think we're still in the run. But now it's up to Texas to really solidify themselves if hey, we're here, we're back and we're gonna make it we're gonna make a run for it this year. And I think they have the coach to do it. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot there, and I think you you hit almost every single point you could possibly hit. That's true, you know. You know, for me, the biggest takeaway has got to be Quinn Ewers, man. He looked special. I mean, he's he's he, had this hype. He's had this hype since Ohio State. He's had it in high school, coming to Ohio State. To, well, Texas transfers to Ohio State, transfers back to Texas. He's always had this hype. He's always had this this aura around him, like he's the best in his class. Yeah. People said that he's going to be the next guy. And it seems like he's finally taking this sport a little bit more seriously. He's had injuries. He's been on the bench. I get it. It's hard to be stay fully motivated, and you're, maybe you're not the guy. You got to tell yourself, oh, "I'm gonna be the guy." I get how hard that can be. Yeah. You see this guy. I think they showed in the game. He's like came in at two eleven, went up to two eighteen, dropped back yeah. down to two eleven, and now he's back down to what? Two o five. But like he's. I think he's under like two hundred. 
I think no, I think I think he's 195, 200, but like that's a solid weight to be at because you know that's got to be pure muscle. Oh, you know that it's got to be pure muscle. There's no body fat. There's probably a little bit, but there's not a lot of body fat on him. If he's pushing that much, if he's cutting that much weight, he's got to be. I mean, he's. I mean, he's going to be taking hits for sure. Mm. I mean, yet again, we did not sack him one time. Nope. Bamba did not sack Quentin one time. We got. 10 we had nine sacks they gave up we gave up nine sacks so that just shows that texas's offense they have a quarterback for sure that they want to protect yes and i mean nothing saying against Jalen milrow like obviously we want to protect Jalen milrow but texas texas wanted it more texas wanted this game a lot more once again it was a revenge tour and they came into bama and won and i saw this today Ewers is the second transfer quarterback to come into tuscaloosa and beat bama the first was joey b that's right. It's I mean that's a that's a big that's a big stat right there for you to come into I mean it's really big just to come into Bama and beat that team at home. And they did it. They got the job done. I mean Matthew McConaughey's there, you know, he was happy. He was smoking that Bama pack for sure. Oh, you know it. I'm sorry Carson, you know oh, he was. Uh-huh. You know he was. But um Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, but once again, Respect to Texas. I wish, I hope they have a really good season this year, and I hope that we get to see them in the playoffs. Yeah, I, I love your, I love your love there, man. And last thing I'll say with Texas, man, is just they're legit. Offense is legit. Defense has got stars, and I'm excited to see how good this team can be this year. That's that's they all. They showed say. that they are going to be ready to compete in the SEC next year. And yes. if 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 yours doesn't go into the draft this year, even though the last Saturday he did show that he's one of the top QBs in that draft class. Um, if he does not go into the league and comes back next year to play in the SEC, you we could see Texas probably come and try and take over the SEC for sure. I'm not going to put in Oklahoma yet. Um, mm-hmm. Texas, Texas is going to be here. Texas is going to be there for sure. Yeah, they definitely are, bro. They are here. Let's see what they can do, man. Let's move on, though, to this other massive game, another ranked matchup, Ole Miss versus the Tulane Green Wave, and the Ole Miss Rebels get the job done. I want to point out and um, it, my projection was 38-21. The score was 37-20. So. What was mine? I can't exactly. I know remember. I picked two. I know I picked two lane, but he did. Um, it was a very entertaining game for yeah. sure. It was, probably, what you got. it was probably one of the most entertaining games of week two, just because. I mean, Tulane gave them a run for their money. What happened to their starting quarterback? I didn't watch it, but I saw he, that their back. He didn't was play. In. He didn't play at all. Pratt didn't oh, he's probably probably injured. Yeah, he was injured going into it. Um, one thing I can say is Ole Miss coming in playing a ranked opponent on the road. I know it's Tulane, number 20 versus number 24. I uh, I mean, coming into the game, Jackson Dart showed me that he had great poise in that game. He has matured so much from last year mm. compared to this year, having, a, once again, another full offseason with this team. Um, he's really fixed the uh, turnover, the t- turnover ratio for him right now. Last game, he went for... Dart throws for 17 of 27, so that's really good. 267 in passing yards and two touchdowns and only one interception, and it's his first interception of the year. So, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that at all. He's showing great maturity coming into year two for sure because last year there was a lot of skepticism thinking, okay, you know, he's really not the guy. He's going to be inconsistent. Since Lane Kiffin has named him the official starter for this team, he has showed that 
you know, this is his team. This He's got this team by the reins. He is the captain of this team for sure. And this offense is, I mean, this offense has never been slouches. Like, this offense has always been very explosive. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're coming in the league right now averaging 500 yards a game. Um, let's see. I got it right here real fast. Let me see what I got. Because, honestly, this team is competing. This team's going to compete right now for the SEC. This team is going to show people like Lane Kiffin is one of my favorite coaches to come out of Alabama for sure. Lane Kiffin is a recruiter. He's a good, humble man. Yeah, let's see. Point, they're averaging 55 points a game right now. Mm. 14, they have 14 touchdowns. Now, here's another thing their third down ratio is they're nine to 24 on third downs, but on fourth downs, they're four for four on fourth downs right now. Jeez. I mean, that's insane. I mean, nine of 24 on third downs, we can fix that. We can get that a little better. But four for four on fourth downs, man, I'm not one to go for it on fourth downs a lot. But I know Lane Kiffin is a very ballsy guy. He loves Because he wants to win. Mm-hmm. I mean, he loves keeping the game exciting, too. Don't get me wrong. Let's see. Um, averaging, averaging 798 yards pass attempt, uh, passing yards, 11.6 pa- uh, pass yards per pass attempt that's a first down every pass almost every pass attempt Mm. i mean but Ole miss has also gone out and gotten players around this team to really come together like i mean this is not the same Ole miss team from a couple years ago where we thought they were just gonna you know come in win eight nine games make a bowl game probably lose no this Ole miss team is making it's shown great maturity over the years and it started by getting a good head coach Started it off by getting a head coach who is confident in that team, who's going to be confident in your quarterback for sure. And Judkins, another running, uh, the running back for them, who I think, in my opinion, coming up when he goes into the draft is going to be the number one back. Mm. Uh, he is explosive. He is a hard runner when he gets in the hole, dude. And if it's one-on-one against somebody, he's dropping a shoulder and laying them down. Oh, yeah. Like he's oh, got yeah. 31 carries right now. 108 yards and three touchdowns right now. He's averaging 3.5 yards a carry. That can go up. Second game of the year. Once again, it's early in the season. So all these stats that I'm reading right now are obviously going to go up. And if they keep playing like they're playing, Mm. this team, this team can make a run in the SEC. And they have a tough schedule for sure. They got to play Georgia. They got to play Bama. They got to play LSU. I mean, they got, they got some team. They got a bunch of teams they have to play this year. But if they if they knock off Bama, if they knock off LSU, and their only one loss is to Georgia, mm. you can't tell me that's not an SEC championship appearance to get a rematch against Georgia. Because mm. we can both agree Georgia's winning the East, right? Like, we're both agreeing on that. Yeah, after that Tennessee game, you got to think Ooh. so. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Tennessee this week, I mean, they play they play the, they play the Gators, but we'll get, we'll get into that later. True. But this team, for sure, I think can be legit. I think this team can for sure make an, a run in the SEC for the West. And right now they're the number one team in the West. Yep. Like no other team in the West right now. You got Arkansas. You got who else? You got Bama, who's one and one. LSU's one and one. There's a bunch of other teams in the West that are undefeated. But Ole Miss right now has got the most explosive team to win the West right now. Yep. Uh, Ole Miss, it- you threw out the stats, man. I got to be honest. For Ole Miss to be 2-0, I know they played Mercer, and then Tulane's a great win where they played Mercer in this team. For Judkins to only have barely over 100 yards on the season, three touchdowns rushing for three and a half yards, 
Yeah, dude, and for them got, to he had the, 48 rushing yards last week and a touchdown on 18 yes. carries. 48 yards and you beat a top 25 team, that's pretty impressive for a team that lives and dies by the run. And that's But Jackson the, Dart, Jackson Dart's the one who really carried that team. Yes, he did. And I mean, for this team to win this game though, for this team to win this game with 89 total rushing yards, this team runs the ball, bro. They're one of the they were one of the best teams, I think if not the best rushing team in the country last year. Oh, for they sure. They were top I, yeah, five. I think that's how it went. And for them to, to really not rely on the run, rely on Jackson Dart, it shows you, first of all, how much Lane trusts Jackson Dart now and how much mm-hmm. he's grown. Man, that, that we talked about it. I mean, we remember his high school stats in that one game. I think he had like oh, eight or nine man. touchdowns in one game before in high school. Yes, it, dude, he's he ridiculous. Was a, I mean, I remember, I remember when we were at the apartment a couple years ago, we turned on some high school football, and it was his game, dude, and yep. we just saw the explosiveness. Yep. Like, the arm talent was there. I mean, committing to SC. I mean, he lived in Cal. I think he was either from Arizona or Cal. He's from the West. He's from the California. West Coast for sure. Yeah, so he commits to USC, starts as a true freshman, Injuries, injuries hold him back, and then enters the portal. And who, you don't say no to Nick. You can't say no to Lane Kiffin. Lane Kiffin, in my opinion, in my opinion, besides Nick Saban being one of the most legendary recruiters ever, Lane Kiffin is probably the second best recruiting coach I've ever seen. Sip. Lane Kiffin. Come to the sip. Like, straight up, bro, come to 601. We have talent down here. I mean, Transfer Portal is what helps, is what, in my opinion, has helped Ole Miss so much. I mean, we're from Mississippi. Yes. I understand. Like, I'm, I know we're from Mississippi. Um, the talent, we have talent. We have scary talent down here for sure. I'm not saying we're going to produce four or five-star recruits every year, but there are some three-stars, there are some four-stars that are super talented, like diamonds in the rough, dude. Yes. Like, I mean, there there's players that have pop- made to the league, man. For the, yeah, dude. I mean, there's, you can say right now that the West coast in Texas run recruits. Like, I mean, they're the wet from the Florida. West coast. You can throw Texas. Florida in there. I mean, yeah, you can put Florida in there. IMG, but I mean, you know. they, I mean, you don't, Texas puts out like 55 stars a year. No, it's ridiculous. Like, I, I mean, it's insane. But for Lane Kiffin to go out and find not one, not two, but get three quarterbacks in the transfer portal. I mean, if Jackson, say Jackson Dart doesn't work out, you have Spencer Sanders right behind him. If Spencer Sanders doesn't work out, you have Walker Howard from LSU. Yeah, Walker Howard, who didn't get much playing time at LSU. But if you turn on his high school tape, it'll blow your mind. I mean, Ole Miss has all the potential to be one of the best teams this year in the country. Also, they have so much depth. I was talking to this Ole Miss fan who also, um, his name's Galen, met him at Sully's, really cool guy. He told me, and I didn't even know this, that Ole Miss has so much depth on their defense that, I mean, you can try and find a number one guy, but once there's someone getting gassed, you're putting in a fresh body right there. But so that's I mean, always what's beat them. The, they don't have that. Yeah. They never had the defensive depth. It's not about stars. They, they never, finally have it. Like, I mean, we both, like, we remember Ole Miss's defense used to be trash, mm. used to not be good at all. And last year but, was bad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> but having all this de- defensive depth now gives you a legit chance to start making a run because it takes so much pressure off of your offense. You're not having to put your offense on the field the majority of the time. You want your defense to be out there to give your offense a break. So, I mean, your offense can score 50 points, but if your defense is giving up the same amount, that's not going to help your offense at all. Your offense is going to get gassed. Mm. But now having this, now having all this depth, 
gives them opportunities to mismatch against opponents. Um, oh, there's a flag right there. Come on. Ooh, that's a good play though. Get, like having all this depth gives them opportunities to mismatch opponents and also make a run for an SEC championship. And I'm telling you, if they knock off floor, if they knock off Alabama, LSU, and Georgia all this year, I'm putting Ole Miss as probably the best team in the country. Hey, we talked about it, man. You, they've got the schedule to be the best team in the country if they win those games. Obviously, that's the biggest question is the if, but. Like it's we the said, if man, for sure. It's this team's no joke, and they're getting better every week. Right now, they have and to the, be. Yeah, this team's no slouch. I agree with you on that. I mean, yeah, it's they're it's to a point where, all right, LSU, Bama's lost. You know, let's look in the West. What teams are still out here undefeated? Can't throw Auburn in there. They just dang near lost to Cal. And no offense to Cal. Arkansas. Arkansas is undefeated. They should be, possibly should be a top 25 team. You know, now you can kind of get into the depth of it. Who's the best besides, I know Ole Miss is technically still ranked below them, but 2-0. and You know? Yeah. I mean, wait, is there, in front the, of them the way that they're climbing, they're climbing up the ranks for sure. Like, I can say the same thing for Colorado. It's kind of disrespectful, though, that ranks. Ole Miss, it's low-key. No, it's not. Ole Miss is beat, I guess. <sighs> Ole Miss over their LSU, best, that's a little Their best win right crazy, now is Tulane. Yeah, LSU's best win is Grambling, so. And I'm an LSU well, I mean, fan. so there's this week, week three's, week three's coming up, and then week four they come to Tuscaloosa and have to play Alabama. That's the proven, in my opinion, that's going to be Ole Miss's proven game right oh, there. Yes, Tulane was a warm up, dude. Tulane was to show that we can play a top a top twenty five opponent and beat them. This right here, this Bama game, depending on how they're uh, who do they, who does Ole Miss play this week? They play. I've got that right here. Ole Miss plays the Georgia Tech. Oh yeah, that's not a bad game either. It's not. I mean, no, like, that's low key. That could win, be an upset but, game. Okay, it's not. I mean, it could. It could. It has upset written all over it if they get if Georgia Tech pulls it out. But Possibly. also, I'm not going to take away that Ole Miss is probably going to beat the dog mess out of them, dude. Like oh, they're going to twenty point favorites. Last time we saw that, the other team won. <laughs> they're a 20 point favorite all misses yeah good lord dude they're gonna put up like 50 they're gonna put up a 50 bomb on them right 50 now piece, 50 but piece. then they go into play tuscaloosa and they go into play alabama and they're gonna take they're gonna look at that texas game they're gonna see that high tempo offenses they're gonna see a high tempo offense is gonna kill bama but mm-hmm. I, if bama can make the if he, they we could fix the mistakes then i think we have a chance but that Alabama game is going to be their proven game of the season. Besides Georgia, besides having to play Georgia and LSU, this is the first proven game of their season. Oh, and if they no, come out yeah. with a, and if they come out with the dub, Ole Miss is going to be scary to look at. Yeah. Ole Miss is going to be terrifying. Yeah, but I'm hoping we beat them. I'm really hoping we. Beat of them. course you do. Duh, but we need. We cannot lose another game. We really can't. Obviously, obviously, I feel the same way about LSU, but. And it's obviously it's their this their proving game at this point because it's their next biggest game, and this week four you get this top twenty four team top twenty five team under your belt. Get a Georgia Tech team that's I mean they're not going to lose, but Georgia Tech's they're not they're not grambling. They're not Middle Tennessee State, so they're going to get something 
close to D one. They're not. Yeah. It's not going to be a complete off week for Ole Miss. So there's still be the, the gears are going to be spinning. And they know what's the next week. So they're probably going to come into that game like let's send a message. You know, obviously Bama Nick Saban will not. It's just it's, what is it? Rat poison in. He's he said that before. Yeah, rat poison for sure. Yeah, he, he's not gonna. He's not gonna allow his teammates, his team, and his players to fall for that stuff. But Ole Miss can send that message to the entire country, outside of Alabama, because I know Alabama won't be looking into it. But if they go out there and beat Georgia Tech sixty three to nothing, you got to be looking like, oh my gosh, this team can't score under freaking thirty five points. What's going on? If we if they beat them by that much, I legit. And I'm going to be a little nervous, you know. I'm going to be a little nervous because that offense is high-powered, dude. They're like, good. they got playmakers everywhere. Jackson Dart and Judson are not the only two playmakers on that offense. Nope. I mean, the wide receivers out there, I mean, I'm not going to take anything away from their wide receivers because, like, they make Jackson Dart look a lot better. But their wide receivers are reliable for sure. I don't know any other names. I'm going to have to do my research. And it, uh, Dayton Wade, Jordan Tra- uh, Jordan Watkins, Trey Harris is good. I know him. Jenkins, yeah. Trigg. I like Trigg a lot. That's the tight end. He transferred from – um. He transferred from uh, – Oh, my God. It's going to kill me. I'm going to look at it. I, I got it right here. His name's right here. Let me see. He played for uh, – God, who did he play for? Career stats. He played last year. Oh man, I'm I gotta find out. I gotta USC, USC, USC. Oh, see, look at he that. Played, he just played. Steal, Ole he Miss played is just with stealing recruits from USC. He played. It may with, not be the biggest ones. He played with them at USC. That's how they knew each other. Oh, oh, so they already had that connection. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, I remember perfect. them saying that during the game. I could, just couldn't remember exactly where. Um, but yeah, I mean, last thing I'll say about this is, I mean, impressive man. Ole Miss goes out there, gets the job done against the team that they. I mean, if they want to win it all in the SEC, they got They had to win that game. Uh, Tulane's hot, obviously, coming off of their awesomeness last year. They really wanted to keep that thing rolling. But uh, Ole Miss, I think, proved out there that they're, they have more talent. They're ready to win the bigger games. And that was their first stop in winning all the big games in their crazy schedule that they have this year. That's all I got to yeah, say about Ole Miss. For sure. So. And I honestly think that Ole Miss – once again, will beat like I'm not gonna say they're beating Bama, but one thing that they are beating Bama at is a veteran quarterback that's been in that system. Yeah, it's the one thing that's that's the in my opinion that's the biggest thing is you have to have a quarterback, and that's what Ole Miss has compared to what Bama has compared to what Georgia Tech has compared. I mean, Tulane didn't have their starter playing, so that was a big one, and then Mercer, but they have a quarterback to lead them, and Jackson Dart is going to be a leader for this offense and for this team. Yep, hundred percent, man, hundred percent. All right. Well, there was a there was actually an upset this weekend, I guess. And I loved it so much because I hate this team. Oh. I hate this team with a passion. High scoring upset. High scoring for sure. What a game it was out there in Miami, and we're not talking about the Dolphins. We're talking about the Hurricanes beating the Aggies. Throw up to you, baby. Throw up to you. Throw up to you. Throw up to you. They beat them 48 to 30, 33 words. Um, That's 38. What did I say? It's 40. You said 33. 33 48 33. My fault. Um, well, I thought it was 38. 48. 48 oh, 33. Wow. Impressive win. We could talk about it. I'll start this one off since I guess you started the last two. I'll just ahead, say brother. this, man. We wrote it down. How, how do we see? 
the Cristobal era going this year? Obviously, that first year is always a little rough. It's a rough lot better than last year. That's what yeah. I was going to say. A yeah. lot better than last year. I mean, look at it, though. These new eras. I mean, you look at Oregon with Dan Lanning. That took a year. It's their, they're mm-hmm. looking pretty dang good this year. Um, Notre Dame coach. They won. What's his name? Gosh dang it. Notre Dame head coach. It's going to kill me. I, I just had it in my head. Notre Dame head coach. Who's, Who's? That? Notre Dame. Notre Dame head coach? Uh, Marcus Williams. No, 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 no. Marcus. Just call him Marcus. Marcus. I know that's his first name. It's going to kill me. I had it. Literally, was going to say it. And then I just. Marcus Marcus Freeman. Marcus Freeman. Marcus Freeman. There we go. Jesus. Um, First year last year, a little rough. Comes in this year. LSU was a little bit of a kind of a curveball, I guess, for them to win the SEC. I mean, LSU's starting off like how they did last year. But they still lost two games. It wasn't like they were an undefeated team, so it was still a work in progress. And then you get to Crystal Ball, very similar. He comes into this this program where it was at one of the worst points they've been in the last 20 years. When you consider Mm -hmm. Miami football, you think of the 2001 teams. You don't think of the teams of recently. Obviously, the new generation does because that's all they've got to see. And for them to be looking like this, 2-0, and you get a top 25 win now. Van Dyke yeah. actually looks like a quarterback that people might draft. I, I said it right here. I said it right here that Van Dyke is, is, is one of my sleeper quarterbacks for this year's draft. He's I mean, good. It was it was a big game for him, especially since last year he had he did have a lot of injuries last year, so he wasn't able to play a lot. But this game right here was kind of like I want to say it's kind of a breakout game. So he did he threw for five touchdowns, threw mm. for five touchdowns that tied the Miami Hurricane passing touchdown record mm. for for the Hurricanes. That's really good, three hundred and seventy four passing yards. Mm. Studded out, dude. Uh, Restrepo, his leading receiver, had over 127 yards receiving as well. Restrepo's really good too. He's like a dirty slot receiver. You could put him on well, a He's dirty good. receiver in general. You could put him on the outside, put him on the inside. He will make plays everywhere. Tyler Van Dyke played probably one of the best games, especially another revenge game as well. Because my Texas A&M beat him last year, so it was another big revenge game coming into this one for sure. And Miami showed it out. Now giving up 33 points can be fixed. Defense was a little iffy at some times, but I mean, they played good all together. Special teams played good. Offense played good. Defense played good. You have all three of those teams as a combined playing really good. Then there's a chance like you win games like that, but their offense, Tyler Van Dyke balled out for sure. Yeah. Miami comes into this game. I thought they had a real chance. I didn't think I'd see this from their offense, man. They came out cooking. Like you said, Van Dyke, mm-hmm. you said five tuds, 374, 21 of 30 passing. He looked great, man. He looked impressed, he's throwing impressive. Like, he's, throw, he's one of the other quarterbacks in the league throwing 70% right now. Yep. He, I mean, automatic for sure. Yep. And Miami got placed, scored in other places with kick returns. Yeah, I was impressed. This looked like a, this was like a, it's, tw- it's 23 to Texas A&M. I wasn't very high on A&M. I, did think, I do think they have a very pretty legit offense at this point. No, Texas A&M's offense with, is very, very with good. With Petrino calling, calling plays over there now, I, I think that their offense is actually legitimate now. And yeah. For them to go out there and outscore them like that and look just do it the way they did, I know, like we said, the, the defense, it's not the old Miami defense, but none of these teams are – 
play in that kind of defense anymore unless you're Georgia, no, you dude, know? The it's like dominant defenses come and go sometimes. Georgia's just happened to be the team that keeps it going for two plus years. Yeah, they're yeah, exactly. It's it is it's hard to it's hard to do that now with all the recruiting and everything. So for me on Miami, impressed. That's all I can say. I'm just I, I think they them. jump up in the top twenty five for oh, sure. Yeah, definitely. They got to. Texas they A&M falls out. They do. They already dropped the AP. It's um yeah, Miami twenty two. Yeah, I mean, it's a very good win. I think Cristobal is taking the right direction for this team. And, I mean, and who knows? Within the next two, three years, they could be contending for a national championship, especially since the 12-man playoffs coming in. Mm. I mean, they have a big chance to make a run for it for sure. I like hey. Tyler Van Dyke. There was something like, I mean, coming into, coming into college, he was a true freshman as a starter. So, I mean, he has he's gotten that experience for sure. And he has, I mean, he has great accuracy. He has decent arm talent. I'm not going to say he's like any of the quarterbacks out here like Shador or Caleb or Bo who can make these outlandish throws. But he makes the throw, like, he makes some surprising throws, but with such great accuracy, Mm. such great touch. Mm. I mean, he finds open receivers. He doesn't do anything a little, he doesn't do extra things that are going to cost you sacks or to lose yards. He makes smart decisions. And that's what you need. I mean, you need a quarterback that's going to make smart decisions and not put your team in jeopardy of losing. And that, I mean, I'm going to take myself, I'm going to take it back to the defense. Defense has got some things to work on for sure. But if they fit, I mean, week two, but this is a good week two game to get under your belt and to point out those mistakes. But I mean, ultimately came out in the dub. So not much to say, like nothing much bad things to say, but Cristobal is fine. I think he's finally figuring it out slowly, but surely, as you said, it takes a year, it takes a year to figure out what your team's going to be like. So figuring this out, getting this bit much, this big win under your belt is leading your team in the right direction to get better and better throughout the years. It also shows recruits mm. like, Hey, you may be back. I mean, come to the 305 and play, man. I mean, we got good weather. We have a good head coach, a good coaching staff as well. So there's 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 going to be moments. There's this is showing the country that Miami has a possibility to come back and not be and not say be the Miami of the past, but start a new legacy as this is the new revamp Miami U that is going to be a hard-hitting offensive team. And who knows if they fix the defense could co- I'm not going to say 2001 defense, but could be a top 10, top 15 for sure by the end of the year. Yeah, it, it's it feels like it's Crystal Ball's team now, man. That's the thing. It's like you got these squads. It takes it takes a year, man. It's it's the old coach's team still. They might they might respect you like, like their head coach. They know you're the, you're the head coach and they treat you like the head coach, but it's not your kids still. You didn't. You didn't recruit them. You didn't go to their high school games and say, "I yeah. want him." You know, you didn't pick him, and it just that's there's, there's a thing in that. And now he's in there. They know he's the head coach. He's been there for a year now. Now that recruiting, he didn't come recruit me. Things over. He's got his own recruits in there now. Takes it just takes a couple of years for them and to be your Christabal, kids. My bad, man. Sorry. Now you're good. And, and see, and see, Cristobal. Cristobal is also another good recruiter. Like, I yep. mean, the transfer portal, he's a really good recruiter at getting these kids to come and look at his facility, look at what he has coming for them, and showing them, like, hey, you will have an, you will have time to come in here and play and show the country what you're like and what better way – who better to do it for than a 
historic team like Miami. But I agree. Crystal Ball, this is Crystal Ball's team now. He's taken this team by the reins, and he's going to show the country that, hey, we're here, we're back, we're going to show you that we can compete in the ACC. Because, I mean, what's the only like the only team to compete? They got to play Florida State this year. As so I said, that's, their schedule's that's wild, though. They got to play UNC, Clemson, nah. and nah. FSU, though. I, it's Ooh. still it's still all conference That's a tough games, one. man. Those are all conference games, you know. Any any of those teams can win those games, man. So I'm excited. I'm rooting for Miami. I'm the one the bandwagon. I like Miami. I'm I've always liked Van Dyke. Yeah, hey, exactly. And I, I'm I've always liked A and I do not like A and M. I think Jimbo Fisher. If Jimbo Fisher has a seven and five season, they're gonna boot him out the door soon. I mean. Mm-hmm. You have all this hype. You had number one recruit class. You like to talk about Nick Saban. You talked about Nick Saban that year. I mean, I don't want to throw that Nick Saban. It's just one thing that really irked me. But if if Jimbo does not show that Texas A&M can go compete for a top seed in the SEC West, then what's the point of having him around? Hey, I mean, I know he's got. I mean, I know he's got experience. I know he's a national championship winning coach. But that was back in 2013. The league has changed a lot, mm. a lot. Yep, it has. But he's he's got to he's got to figure things out because once again, we said it. They have a, they have a really good offense. Have mm. a really really good offense. It's just Jimbo needs to figure out what he's going to do because if he doesn't figure it out soon, Texas A&M is going to look at it like man. Were you the guy that we should have signed to this contract? Mm. Were you the guy that we pro- weren't you the guy that promised to take us back to the glory land and make Texas A&M good again? I don't know. Miami just came in and won that game, and especially it started in the second half. That second half, Miami just turned it on. Yeah, they did, man. First of all, but it was a but it was a good game. Maybe Achilles. Gosh, dang it! Uh, I'm telling you that Achilles, like Aaron, like his it. Achilles stretched, bro. I'm telling you, it looked like you. it. It looked like it. I mean, go back and look at it. His foot, like, he planted it, and that Achilles just stretched. And that's, I mean, that's a scary one because, like, I mean, J.K. That's, Dobbins that's just That's a career ender at his age, though. That's a career ender at his age. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, Why would you oh, call man. Don't uh, do it. Please, you know, Aaron Rodgers, please just, you know, come back and play. But, you know, don't beat the Dolphins. <laughs> <laughs> That'll do but it I really, for I mean, our I Miami just, talk, okay. brother. All right, let's get out of here on this hurricane talk. Uh, let's... Let's let's pick one team though, CDM. Let's let's pick one game that we haven't talked about. We'll, we'll make it quick. Pick one mm-hmm. game that we haven't talked about that shocked you. It can be you good. You start bad. this off, brother. I'll start us off. I want to hear yours. Mine. I, I gotta I gotta go with this ranked team going down. I was high on this ranked team, man. Mm-hmm. Washington State beats the Wisconsin. Ooh. How about what was the score in that game? 31-22. Ooh. And Washington State, Washington State has not been up in everybody's radar. Mm-mm. Wisconsin is always and always overhyped during the season. Yeah. Always overhyped. They did get a new head coach from. They did get Cincinnati's head coach. That's a this shock is his me. second. This is his second year, right? No, first year Wisconsin. This is first year. I mean, one and one is not bad right now. One and one is not bad, but that is a very bad loss, especially since Washington State is the only team besides Oregon State to stay in the Pac-12. And both of them are ranked, though. Both of them are ranked. That's insane. Like, I mean, Washington State, I haven't seen – I haven't really paid attention since Gardner Minshew went there. <laughs> right. And Mike Leach was the head coach. 
but I mean, that's a very big win for that, like for that team as well, especially since Wisconsin, I can't, I feel like being a Wisconsin fan is kind of like being a Jets fan. It's just so much hype and then so much disappointment. <laughs> so much. Cause there's time like back in the day, they used to be Wisconsin used to be this huge rushing team. People used to talk about and talk about them in the big 10. Like they were going to do something and they always just kind of, you know, crap the bed mm. against teams that they don't need to lose to. And this was one team, but it was a very entertaining game from like, as you were saying. Nah, yeah. I mean, it was impressive to see what they did. Uh, Cam Ward, their quarterback, 20, 20 of 32, 220, I mean, 212 and two tuds, had 43 rushing yards. He's a dual threat. He's good, man. Um, his stats on the season, 663 passing yards, five tuds, zero interceptions. Clean game. passing yards already? Yeah. He's looking good, too. And he's rushing. He's already rushed for... Hang on, that can't be right. Wait, 500 no. yards. God, he cooked last week, though. Against Colorado State, they won 50-24. to 24. He had 451 passing yards and three tuts. Dude, the funny fact is that I just saw pop up on my TV as Colorado plays Colorado State next week. Yeah, they're going to beat him so bad. Oh, dude, it's bad. Uh-oh. Breeze. That's it. I mean, but you got to watch out for those sneaky games. I mean, Washington State, I mean, Cam, I just saw on Instagram, I think he's uh, – Mel Kuyper has him as, like, one of the top ten, right, in the top ten of quarterbacks right now in college football. That can change throughout the season just, uh, just because Washington State has to play in the Pac-12 – Pac-12 has the best quarterback play in hey, Division, in division they, 5 football hey, right now. They, they, they skip out on USC, though. That's a pretty – that's a nice little Ooh, skip out. They got to play Oregon, though, don't they? Oregon and Washington and UCLA and Oregon State. So, it's still – They have to play Colorado? They do have to play Colorado, too. Okay. Uh, I mean, okay. Well, that's, uh, it's that's still, still a tough schedule. Yeah, you, yeah you, you don't have to play – you don't have to pick Caleb Williams, but you still got to play Michael Penix, got to play Bo Nix, got to play Shador Sanders, got to play Dante, who plays at UCLA. Like, I mean, that's not an easy schedule, especially since the quarterback play is so good over there in the Pac-12 right now. Yes, impressive. That's all I was going to really say. Washington State, uh, I was high on Wisconsin. I wasn't championship high, but I thought they may could make a little run in that Big Ten, not win it by any means, but maybe shock I mean, one of those bigger teams and – you know, to see Washington State come out of kind of come out of nowhere. I mean, people had them in that top thirty-five range; like they weren't bad. It's just it was one of those things like they don't have this superstar quarterback that everyone knew. They don't have a superstar receiver yeah. that everyone was watching for. A new head coach wasn't. I don't know. It was kind of an out of nowhere thing. So to see them win these games, these first two games like that, and have a schedule like they do in front of them. Ranked top, uh, 23 now. Let me, I think it's 20. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Um, 23. They're in the top 24 over UCLA. I mean, hey, you got a little bit That's of a good. You got a chance here. So I'm going to keep my eye on Washington State. I was, I watched the highlights. I was impressed with how, how they look. But CDM. I'm going to have to go back and look at it for a second. Yeah. I'm going to have to go back and look at it after this game. But yes. the, the What's game your team, that man? I want to yeah. talk about that caught my attention and has the second, as everybody's saying right now, the second best quarterback in this year's class, North Carolina and App State mm. going into double overtime in North Carolina 40 to 34. Now, 
as I said before we started this, App State is that one team in college football that gives every ranked team a run for their money. Beats Texas A&M week two last year in A&M. Goes into North Carolina this year and almost beats the double OT. And you said it. You told me the App State's good. It's App good. State is going to win good. the Sun Belt. They're going to win the Sun Belt for sure, unless you know Southern Miss wants to you know say something. But to the top, North Carolina to me oh. is <laughs> no, but North Carolina to me is just they're kind of looking like frauds right now, man. Like. I know, as I said, App State gives everybody a run for their money. But if you are going into double overtime with App State, I don't know if you're going to be able to make a run in the ACC, especially for how stacked it is, kind of. I mean, you got Florida State right now, who's top four. You have Clemson out there. Duke's no slouch right now. Mm-mm. Um, Miami's right there. They're, they, they need to figure something out. Drake May, in my opinion, has not looked like the second-best quarterback in this year's draft class. I'm probably going to give it to Shador right now. Shador's looking better than Drake May. And, I mean, that may go with competition-wise for sure. You don't have to agree with me on that. You don't have to agree. Competition is different for sure because, I mean, Shador just played Nebraska and they just won. But Shador has showed me, compared to Drake May, that – Shador can be a little bit better when it comes to some things. And that to me is probably improvising on some things, improvising outside of the pocket, but Drake may, I need, I need him to clean it up a little bit. They won this game by the skin of their teeth. Mm. And if they don't, if they don't clean things up, I'm not going to say they're going to, I mean, I don't know if they're going to be able to compete with teams like Georgia, Florida state, Michigan, if they are to go and make a playoff run for sure they got to fix some things and that starts with the offense not being so inconsistent that starts with the defense finding who they are that defense has got to find an identity and drake may just has to play like he's the best quarterback you have to play that you're better than caleb williams right now mm. that you're better than michael Penix. that you're better than shador that you're better than Tra- jordan travis like you got to show me that because right now you're kind of falling right now in my opinion not everybody else is going to agree with me on that but in my opinion if he doesn't clean it up they're not going to be looking good. I mean, he's still playing. I mean, he still looks like an elite quarterback, but there's some plays or some, some plays and some moments where he's just like, it's just like, man, did you really need to make that throw? Mm. Did you really try and need to run for that, you know, third and 15 and not try and get it out? I mean, there are some things that they have to clean up for sure. I'm not taking anything away from App State. They took this team to the distance. Mm. Double overtime and you almost win that game. I mean, props to you, man. App State is one of my favorite teams when they play a high-ranked opponent because I know it's going to be a good game. Yeah, for real. I know it's going to be a game to remember. Um, but that was my game that I that really poked out to me for sure, that, you know, if North Carolina wants to be this threat in the ACC and be a threat to every other team in the country, they have to clean things up for sure. And, I mean, once again, it's week two, but this is a scary week two game to have. I mean, it was a scary game because, like, I mean, you never know. You never know any given Saturday, and this was almost that Saturday where you almost lost. And if they would have lost this game, they're out of the top 25, and you might as well just count their playoff hopes over. Because, mm. I mean, they don't play Florida State this year until they make the ACC championship, which I still have Florida State versus North Carolina for my ACC championship. Miami. I mean, Miami's right there for sure. I mean, I mean, for sure. from the last, I mean, that last game. Miami's showing me that they're they're here to compete again. But that was one game that really pointed out to me. 
Um, it was an exciting game. Who doesn't love a double overtime thriller? I mean, I mean yeah. we eat, sleep, and breathe for that stuff. Damn right. But they got to clean some things up for sure. Yeah, I agree, man. I agree. I, we watched that one live, and that one was fun to watch, man. I love some college football. Oh, man. Last last Saturday was just a fun Saturday for college it football. Was. It was a very good Saturday. I'm going to take a quick Florida little break. State. Hang on. Let me take a quick little break. I got to use the restroom. You're good. We'll be right back. You're good, back. brother. And we're back. Sorry about that, y'all. I had to use the restroom. And uh, I think it's time to talk about some new playoff implications, new rankings, Ooh, man. and some Heisman watch, College Kings Heisman watch. So let's get right I into mean, it, bro. Top 10. I mean, ooh, top 10. Oh, easy now. Oh, no, 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 no. Not today. Not, Not today. today. <laughs> top six. We're doing our top six. So four teams that are making the playoff at this point, obviously, in our rankings, and then the two teams that are on the outside looking in. <coughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Mind if I start this one off, brother? Go ahead. I'm dying anyways. Okay, so my top six teams coming out of week two for sure. Number one and number two are still solidified. It's going to be Georgia at one, Michigan at two. Both teams have not done anything to lose that. I would say Michigan has only put up like 30 points these past two weeks, and you're playing against nobody. So, I mean, kind of pick up that pace a little bit. You know, it's a slow start, especially since Jim's not there, but Jim comes back. After I uh, think after this week, yeah, after this week, Jim comes back, so that my that Michigan team will be back flowing, getting back to that dominance that they were last year. Um, at number three, I'm keeping it the same, taking Florida State. I did this a lot Saturday night, so I'm going to do it again. Oh. Um, Florida State really hasn't done anything right now. I mean, I know they just beat Southern Miss, but that team is just so electric. That team is so good. Keon Coleman, dude, I'm so so glad he went there because that gave Jordan that gave Jordan Travis his number one weapon. I have Keon as my uh, Belitnikov final or top three in my finalist right now for Belitnikov. Have to still putting still putting Marvin Harrison in there right now, but him and Marvin Harrison are my top two right now to get that award. Um, at number four, I have to put the Texas Longhorns up there, dude. It's a big win. Mm -hmm. Big win. Skyrocket that team up there to the top four. They look like a playoff contending team for sure. Um, You know, that team can only go up, as I said before. At number five, I'm going to take the USC Trojans at five. Um, Haven't really done anything special. You've blown out the past three teams that you've played. I mean, you played Stanford last week. Congratulations. Didn't really stand a chance. Caleb Williams, dog. 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 Zachariah Branch. Dog, that team is just full of talent too, and it's just like if they keep if they continue to put it together, Lincoln Riley can see himself back in the playoffs for sure. And at number six, it's just like such an iffy team to put there for me. Ohio State at number six. I just need to see some explosiveness. I need to see some dominance. Marvin Harrison finally had a game. Oh my gosh, my Heisman! <laughs> I still have him as my Heisman finalist winner. That may change. But they finally, he finally had a game. Ohio State hasn't done anything. Once again, they've played, they've played their butts off. They've had really good possessions on offense and defensive side of the ball. This was their big wake up game coming into week two. Week one against Indiana was a little uh, twenty three to three. It's kind of like, I mean, they kind of held, they kind of had your number right there. But now they're, I think Ohio State's going to get back in that rhythm of, hey, our number one mission is to beat Michigan State this year. I mean, not Michigan State, Michigan. It's their big, big thing right now. I think they have a chip on their shoulders to beat Michigan. But that's my top six teams, Georgia at one, Michigan at two, Florida State at three, Texas at four, USC at five, and Ohio State at six. We're very close. 
very, very close. Ooh. So not a lot of disagreeing here. Obviously, Georgia, Michigan, one and two. Nothing's changing yeah. there. Got to move up the Seminoles, the three. They have yeah. the second, if not the biggest win on the season of any team in the country. Number four might have that biggest win that's in question over the Alabama Crimson Time, taking the Texas Longhorns at four. Well, oh, can you say you five and six? Five and six. Yeah, exactly. At five, I've got also the USC Trojans. Oh my God. Yeah, very close. We're very close here. Very, very close. I mean, come on, USC undefeated. Yeah. They're beating the snot out of every team. Caleb, well, but who are ridiculous. they? But who are they playing? No <laughs> one. But they're doing exactly what they should be doing to these teams. So yeah. you gotta you gotta throw them in that top five. Defense actually looked pretty dang good last week, but it's Stanford. I mean Stanford. <laughs> yeah. So not much. Not gonna look into that one too much. Oh, good pass. Uh, and then uh. at six, this is where we differ. I'm dropping Ohio State out of this. We're putting the Nittany Lions. Uh, you know, there. I'm so glad you said that because no, I want to. I really wanted to, but I just didn't know who I was gonna put at six. I'm putting the Nittany, six. Putting the Nittany Lions, bro. Got to. Ah, oh, I forgot about my boys. We are Penn State. Penn, Penn State's State, one of the Big Ten this year. Hey, they look good, man. 60. Drew Adler looks good. They beat the snot out of Delaware. Obviously, they should have. Oh, never mind. It was Delaware. Okay, that explains a lot. It, it explains a lot. Um, explains a lot. Drew Aller in this game, very efficient. 22-26, 204 in a tide. Simple, efficient. Threw the ball to the right guys. Didn't go crazy, oh, yeah. but 63-7. to seven. Still very, very amazing win. Yeah, it's terrible. Oh, my God. It's it unfair. They ran the crap out of the ball. 315 rushing yards. <laughs> they oh ran gosh. so many times. Mm, that's Drew, dirty, dude. Drew Waller with a rushing touchdown. So you get to see a little bit of Josh you gotta Allen. Have a, you have to have a, a dominant run game. You got to have a dominant run game sometimes to have a chance because if you don't, that's just going to make everybody worry about the pass. But it also comes down to, like, the offensive lines for sure. And every yes. every offensive line right now for these teams is playing really good. 100% like, agree. Te- like, Texas's offensive line did not let up a sack last week. Mm. Did not let up a sack. against, And they got nine line. sacks on Bama. That's so crazy. Insane. That's a lot. So, I like Nittany Lions here. I'm still a believer in Ohio State. I just got to see it, man. Like, I, I understand. Like, I understand. I mean, this game for sure was a, a wake-up call just to show the dominance that they still have. But, I mean, I understand what you mean. They have to show that they are the Ohio State that's been there since C.J. Stroud and Justin Fields and all them. Like, they got to do something. Because, I mean, if they don't, Michigan's just going to run all over them again this year. Yes, they will. And they will. That's the that's the truth of it. It's it's that. And, uh, and even Penn State, Penn mm-hmm. State, if Ohio State does not keep, if Ohio State does not pick it up, they're gonna they're not gonna be competitive in the Big Ten. Penn State's gonna beat the dogs dog boogers out of them. Hey. And um, Michigan's just gonna run the ball all over them. Blake Corum and the other running back, the double like the two headed backfield they have there. It's gonna be just like who's last the, year. It's just who's to say Notre Dame doesn't do it to them? You know, it's like oh I forgot they do play Notre Dame. It's Isn't like it like week five, week six. Yeah, four. Oh, next week? No. Next week's week, week three, so it's Western Kentucky, and then they get Notre Dame. And it's in South Bend this year. Mm-hmm. Ooh, oh, man. Mm-hmm. If I had the money, dude, I would take a trip to go watch that game. God, I would, too. Oh, dude, so bad. 
but but I like I like it. I like it for sure. Yes. I, I have Penn State. I'm not like I don't have it put down, but Penn State is my seventh team. I just need Ohio State to really like suck it next game or like against Notre Dame. I need their team to lose just so I can have Penn State possibly in the top five. Mm. Penn State is going to be a top five, top four team by the end of the year. I yeah. Yep. They have that opportunity. They actually I wanted to see because I think they have a pretty easy schedule until they get to the Big Ten. Like, yeah, the first Big Ten game. Wait. Yeah. Wait. Is Illinois Big Ten? No, they're not. Are they Big yeah. Ten? They're Big Ten? Illinois Big Ten, yeah. So their first Big Ten game is next week. Um, Illinois. At Illinois, so. Nah, I, I don't know. Penn State has had history of dropping crappy Big Ten games. Yeah, that's like that's, so. that's a game they would lose. <laughs> I, I don't want to say it, but that is one game that they would, but, you know, kind of crap but, the bed on. But the, 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 all I'm saying is that that's their that's their big one of their Big Ten games. Uh oh, another pick. Oh my God, yes, I'm so freaking happy. I might beat you. I'm down big now though to you, so because Dalvin looks pretty good. So I need like two more of those. <laughs> See, here's what nobody else knows. Um, me and Nathan are playing each other week one in fantasy. He has the Jets defense playing right now. I have Dalvin, and I'm stupid. I didn't put Dallas's defense, who scored me 47 points on Sunday night football, did not put them in. Oh, big loss. Big loss. So if I lose that game, that if I lose this week, that's why I did not put Dallas. I did not go with my gut feeling, and that's, I did not put Dallas. I don't know in. if these picks are going to be enough for me. I'm going to have to get a touchdown if I'm going to beat you. Hey, man, I, I mean, I, I don't care. Josh Allen is looking like absolute dog water right now. Yeah, so he I'm is not loving good. It. it is not he, oh, good. Two is the best quarterback in the a- AFC East. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Two is best quarterback in the AFC he East. Might, showing it right now. It's showing it on national television. Yeah, but we might hear that games. on the pound perspective this week. So, But, no, yeah, I, I – I'm I'm big on Nittany Lions here at six. That'll be it for my rankings. Let's get into these Heisman rankings. Our Heisman Watch College Kings Heisman Watch is now. Last week we dropped our first one. This one we are very excited to drop as well. CDM. Oh, a lot of stuff happened. Yeah, a lot of things happened. Is there a lot of shifts in your rankings? So um, far? kind of. Yeah, I would say that. So I'll start you off. So number one, I'm going to start from the bottom up. I still have Travis Hunter at five, and people will come at me because I don't have another quarterback. Travis Hunter is playing over 100 snaps these past two weeks and possibly will continue to play over 100 snaps the entire season. God let him have good health and not get hurt, so it can happen. You cannot tell me having a player like Travis Hunter, and you can't have him in your top like. If you don't have him in your top five, I don't know what you're watching. I don't know. It may not. It may be because you don't like Colorado. It may be because you don't like Deion Sanders. It may be because the Heisman Trophy is usually a quarterback award. Last player to win a Heisman Trophy like that was Charles Woodson Devontae in '98. He's the only. No, 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 no. I'm talking about a two-way player. Oh, two-way. Yeah, yeah. It's Woodson. Talking about a two-way yeah. player was Charles Woodson, mm-hmm. and I mean. I, I honestly, I think, I mean, he's only let up, he's only let up three receptions these two weeks. Yeah, it was against TCU and Nebraska. That's pretty but good. If they can, I mean, it's good for only letting up and having over a hundred yards these past. I don't, I don't know if he had over a hundred yards this last game. Let me check real fast. Um, I don't know if he had over a hundred yards for sure, but I. Th- if he continues to do what he's doing on both sides of the ball, he could be the Heisman winner for sure. 
Um, at number four, I have Michael Penix Jr. Really hasn't done anything to leave the Heisman conversation for sure. Um, he has one pick right now, but that man is just that. That Washington offense is powerful. That Washington mm-hmm. offense has some heavy hitters, and he is one of those heavy hitters that puts the ball downfield accurately. Travis and, Travis Hunter um, had seventy three receiving yards. That's not bad, dude. That's not bad. Still like, good. I mean, how many receptions? Three. So. 70, three receptions for 73 yards. That's good. That's very good. It's good. <laughs> and then, I mean, the only thing that gets me is he's playing over 100 snaps these past two games, and he does not look gassed at all. Oh, like, does yet. not look gassed. So he's only going to get better. But Michael Penix, I have at four, hasn't really done anything. Go, Dalvin. Go, Dalvin. Go, Dalvin. Oh, no. <laughs> yes. That's it. Um, At three, I have Florida State. I have Travis Hunter. I mean, Jordan Travis. Um. Played Southern Miss last week. We said it. It was kind of like, I mean, it, he looked good, but Southern Southern kind of gave a run. I did not want to watch that game last week, though. Nobody did. It's kind did. of a bum game. Just because it was just like number four versus Southern Miss. Southern Miss did have moments. Their secondary played good, though, at the beginning. Just because mm-hmm. he didn't, they made Jordan Travis kind of not look the best. But I still think that he will have the opportunity to go and try and win a Heisman, possibly another Florida State Heisman winner since Jameis, so that would be really cool. Mm-hmm. At number two, mm. I got Shador Sanders. Mm. I got Shador Sanders at number Sanders. two. Sanders, all right. Sanders is good, man. Like, everybody that I've talked to about Shador Sanders, yes, people do not like how Deion Sanders is talking in the media, but – People also have to realize prime time Deion Sanders has been like that ever since he has been in college and played in the league. At least he's, he's always himself. Had that At least he's not faking it. Yeah, dude. I mean, he I mean, who cares if he's saying, Oh, I keep receipts? Who cares if he's calling these people out, dude? Like, I mean, it's his team. Let him do that. Like, yeah. I mean, he's doing something good and his kid can play. His kid is going to be I mean, Mel Mel Kuyper already has him as probably top. I think he has him the third quarterback taken off the board. Like he's showing first round talent for sure. Oh yeah. Like I mean, he's showing it, and I mean, he's got a couple hard games coming, and he's still got to play Oregon. He's he do he does have to play Caleb Williams. So watch out for that Colorado UC uh, USC game. That could possibly be one of the best games of the year for sure. Mm. And then at number one. Caleb Williams hasn't really done anything, but also hasn't played anybody to not lose that position at number one. The reigning Heisman winner, nine nine touchdowns, zero interceptions, just shows you on the field, man. Like that, like it was one play last week where the pocket collapsed, and he is so good improvising and letting things come open. And so he hasn't really done anything in my eyes or in anybody else's eyes, in my opinion, to lose that number one spot, but. Come that Colorado game, if Shador outshine if a Shador outshine outshines him, we could have a new look at the could have a new look at a Heisman front runner. Mm. Wouldn't it be crazy if prime if Dion Primetime Sanders kid won that award? God, wouldn't it be so wild, bro? Honestly, one of my one of my biggest predictions, and it's not like it can happen, but it could be a possibility, is that Travis Hunter and Shador split the split the Heisman this year. I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. But yeah. tell me yours, brother. What you got? All right. Yeah, I mean, let me start at number five here. Okay. I'm putting no Bo Nix in there. Got the dub. Bo- Tough win. I mean. Tough win. It was, I thought it would be a bigger win for Oregon, but Texas Tech. I mean, the I forgot. The Texas Tech quarterback is the 
it was the backup to Bo Nix last year, so he had something to play for, man. Texas Are you Tech. Serious? Yep. Yep. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I shuck <laughs> or shrug. Insane. I can't remember his name, but he um yeah. So they were playing for something. Texas Tech was playing for something. Plus, they just came with that bad loss against Wyoming. I'm surprised that wasn't the game that you wanted to talk about more. Yeah. If Oregon lost, I definitely would have talked about it. I just I mean, 38 to 30, bro. That's pretty close. That's for pretty a close. Team that just, for a team that just lost to Wyoming, that was a pretty close game. It was a little too close for my comfort for sure. But oh, it was a oh, Oregon fans were probably quivering in fear if they lost that game. Yes. But Oregon still won because Bo Nix was a dog. Dog. Yep. He looked good. Dog. 300 passing yards, still two tuds. So he looks great. No picks yet. But one of the things that's always held back Joe Bo Nix and to see him not do that. Got to put them in there, and then yeah. number four for me, I'm man, I am I'm kind of getting on the Sam Hartman hype train, man. Oh man, you how could you not? You just talk, didn't you tell me he has ten touchdowns, zero interceptions right now? Yes, dog, dog. Like that's like if Caleb didn't win it last year, I could see if some I could see you put him at number one. He's he's a baller, man. He looks great. Ten tuds, zero picks. Mm. Undefeated. Undefeated. Has a chance to go play Ohio State and win and solidify himself. So, got to throw mm-hmm. him in there, man. Got to throw oh, him in for there. for sure. Um, number three for me, Jordan Travis. Okay, there we go. FSU, they're still out there. They're still winning. People may have forgot after that Southern is dominance. They're still out there, still winning, baby. So, Jordan Travis still looked great. Uh, honestly, was like r- way riskier in that game because he knew they were not going to lose. So it was kind of cool Dude, to see. I it. mean, Florida State had two. <laughs> Florida State it had a fourth and five, got it. Had a fourth and fifteen, got it, and it was in the first quarter. Same drive. <laughs> same drive. Same drive. Yeah, same drive, and they still got it. Whatever. At this point, yeah. But whatever. yeah, Jordan Travis, dog. Can't say much more about him. He has put himself into that conversation, deservingly so. He's also put himself in the conversation to be drafted pretty high in this draft class coming up. So, got to keep him up there in my Heisman rankings. Number two, Michael Penix Jr. has done nothing to stay I didn't. I, I didn't want to drop him to number four. I, mm. I'm sorry to interrupt you. Mm. I didn't want to drop him to number four. It's just Travis and Shador – They've just been very explosive. Yeah, it's been very explosive, and that just that has to go with maneuvering, like pocket maneuvering, getting out of the pocket, getting first downs with your legs. Michael Penix is a glorified pocket passer. Yes, he's good. He's so good, man. Penix is Penix has got all the tools. I think he's going to be the second quarterback off the draft coming into this year. I think he's going to take that spot Ooh. from Drake May. He is so fun to freaking watch. We've watched him grow up. Oh, yeah. Seeing him become what he is now is like, oh, this is awesome. I love seeing a guy like this just develop so perfectly. So, for me. He's gotten a lot bigger, too. Yes. Like Muscular-wise. Yes. And for me, it's he is my favorite behind Caleb Williams. I'm holding strong with that until Washington – if they lose a game, I'm holding strong to that. Washington, I yeah. like them a lot. They were in my playoffs. I got to stay strong with them. So, yeah, I'm going them I mean, all they day. They have a, I don't know, depending on what happens this week, they do have a, they do have a kind of a, a decent game coming into this week. Yeah. But as you were saying, yeah, number gonna, one. We're going to talk about that in a sec, too. So. But number one, Caleb Williams, not going to say much. Yeah. He's done no. nothing to lose it. He's 
If you put Perfect. a bet on Caleb Williams to win the Heisman, I hope you'd win no money. Like, there's no reason to, to put a bet. Yeah, you probably have to like give money back or something. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> like the money that you think you're gonna win, you're just gonna have to give it right back because yeah. there's no like why even why even put that like a why even put a bet on that when you know it could possibly happen. It's so stupid. That's a stupid bet. Even though you make you're gonna make something, you're not making enough yeah. for it to be worth anything. But yep, that's my that was our top, top five. five. Heisman. I like your solid top five. I like how you have Bo Nix in there and Sam Hartman. I have both of them looking on the outside, and I have Drew Aller looking on the outside as well. Me too. Yeah, I've got Shador, Drew. I think you could throw Quinn Ewers in there too. So. Ooh, yeah, he balled. <laughs> he got, yeah, there's so many guys on the outside looking in. That's why this year, this Heisman, even though Caleb is obviously the guy and he will be until. Caleb's got to screw up big time. He's got to lose a game, but everyone besides him, it's like, oh, they're. There could be anyone else. Like Shador, if he yeah. keeps doing what he's doing, how do you not give it to him? You know? He's exactly. just got to do it That's against. What I'm saying. He's just got to do it against USC, Oregon. He's got to do it against all the good teams, man. Washington. Can you imagine seeing. Could you imagine primetime when he goes to that Heisman ceremony and watches a kid win? That'd be wild. If he wins. Can you imagine the big head that would give him, though? But so much hype would come around Colorado after that. <sighs> like you would have to say Colorado is a legit team. I mean, they already are, I think, but like Until we they said, play a legit opponent, too. Got to win the big games. Got to win the big games. But, yep, that is our highest college kings, Heisman Watch. We'll be dropping those every week for y'all, so stay tuned until— Oh, yeah, and they're going to change. Trust me. Trust oh, yeah. me. After, this was the uh, this was kind of everybody's wake-up call game, in my opinion. Everybody played some decent opponents this week, and they're—I mean, this is the week where you pointed out some of the mistakes and also showed that, hey, some teams are here. Some teams are here to compete. Some teams are here. Some teams are fake. Let's go on to some games to pick here. Wow. Not that big games this year. <laughs> there's some fun games. There's I some mean, fun games. There's, there's some fun no, games, there's just but there's no also ranked. some games where it's just like, eh. There's just no ranked games. Watch them. There's no ranked component games. But, hey, that's where we're at in the season. The big games at the beginning of the year are over. You're starting to kind of start uh, your conference play. And that will be this first game we're talking about, LSU versus Mississippi State. LSU is currently a 10-point favorite. Mississippi State a 10-point dog. That's crazy. I think that goes down to seven. By Saturday, I think that would go down to at least seven I'm points. Like, that's a lot, man. That That's a lot. I got That's it. a lot, especially for how air-rating Mississippi State is. And I'm not going to lie, y'all kind of got burned against Florida State when it came to DBs. You're telling when me. When it came to the air raid, <laughs> y'all kind of got burned. And you're telling me. <laughs> yeah. You're telling like, me. <laughs> it was, I, I mean, but I, this would be the game. This would be the game for LSU to kind of, like, wake up a little bit. Yes. And kind of shut down when it like kind of shut down a team that you know can be. Uh, they're a not very doing big... the air raid anymore though. No Are they more. not? Mm-mm. Oh, I know that was with Leach. R.I.P. the pirate, by the way. R.I.P. the pirate, man, the goat. But yeah, they they've been running the shit out. Of... Oh my god, this running back is gonna kill us, dude. Holy crap! What's the running back's name? I've not I I've not watched them at all. I haven't watched them. I've just seen oh, stats. God, Jaquavius stats. Jaquavius marks. He has on the season two fifty rushing yards and three tuds already. Oh my gosh, he's running six yards a carry. That's a first down almost every carry. Oh, oh my, my god. god. What's Will Rogers looking like right now? He looks Since good. He's not doing air raid. No picks. Three three eighty three eighty nine and five tuds. Like I said, they're kinda of holding him back a little bit. I like that. Oh my gosh. 
I like that. Was that season stats or was that last week's game? That's season. Last week, he didn't okay. even throw that much. He only threw it 17 well, I mean, times. Last year, last year he had like over 5,000 yards passing. Because <laughs> he threw it 5,000 times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he threw it almost like 60 times a game. <laughs> That's ridiculous, dude. But, I mean, oh, I mean, Mississippi State, had, Mississippi State it's, in, it's in state this year, right? Yes. Starkville. Ooh. Stark Vegas. This it's is a, a fun it's one, a, man. Uh, it's a upset upset watch. I would say upset watch. Yes. I would say watch out. I for, would say watch out for them. For, yeah. I mean, Mississippi State kind of has y'all's number most of the time. Just, they so definitely we'll see what happens. They definitely have had LSU's number in the past. For me, it's like, all right, this is LSU's game to see where are we actually at. You play Florida State. You can make the case Florida State might be the most talented team in the country, might win a, a championship this year. You beat Grambling 72 to 10. All right, we got a team in the middle now. You got Mississippi State undefeated 2-0, possibly a top 25 team, especially if they win this game, they will be a top 25 team. All right, let's yeah. see where LSU's at. Let's see, do they cover that 10-point spread, or they're definitely a top 15 team, maybe even a top 12 team. Maybe they get mm-hmm. back into that range if they, you know, smoke Mississippi State. This is, a, this is just a... For LSU fans, I know it's like, all right, let's see where this team actually is at because yeah. it's hard to judge... You get smoked by Florida State. You smoke Grambling. Those are like top, bottom. Let's find a middle ground. Mississippi State's a perfect middle ground this to kind of like test it. like the perfect middle ground for y'all to have. Exactly. So if LSU waxes Mississippi State, we'll see. But for me, I think we got a really good game on our hands early on. I think defensively, I'm, I'm, I'm leaning defensively early here. Mississippi State's going to get some turnovers. you think it's going to be a defensive battle? Not, not the whole game. I think... We're going to get some turnovers for both teams. I don't know if Jaden's going to call force any interceptions or anything. Fumbles. Not. Maybe kickoff return fumbles. Maybe block punts, block field goals. There's going to be some weird things happen early on where one team's going to get a lot of momentum. Defensively, for LSU, this is their game. They have to make a stance. You give up 10 points last year, last week to Grambling. It was weird early on. Obviously, they adjusted and didn't allow any more points. Yeah. Let's see what LSU can do defensively. Offensively, we know the possibilities. We know what they can do. The best version of them, LSU's offense, is one of the best in the country. So, like I was saying. We didn't watch that game last week. So, the one thing I didn't watch, we didn't watch that game. I know y'all beat them 72 to 10. It was grambling. But, y'all, it's another good opponent. It's an SEC opponent. I just need to see the guys around Jalen work. I need to see the guys around Jalen help him out. Mm. Don't let Jalen have the game all in his hands. Because that, I mean, there's going to be, if you put it all in his hands, he's bound to make a mistake. I'm sorry. It's not me trying to be disrespectful, but if you put it all in your quarterback's hands and you're not helping take that pressure off. It's any quarterback, you know? Yeah. And I mean, that's, yeah, yeah. I'm not trying, I'm not calling him out in general, but I know that's every, yeah, that's every quarterback. If you don't take the pressure off of him, he's bound to make a mistake. And that's one thing LSU as a team, as an on the offensive side, has to do. But also the defensive side has to wake up as well. I know it was grambling. It's an it's a high I mean, it's an SEC opponent, as I said. So I need your team has to click together. Cause I mean, if you lose this game, y'all are out. Oh yeah. Done. Y'all are out. And oh. it's not gonna look good for Brian Kelly's resume in his second year at LSU if he loses two games this early in the season. Nope. 
Yeah. But this is like, I, I don't know. This is how y'all started off last year. This is a good team. This is a good, this is going to be a good game for you to kind of get your belt under, find out, figure out who you're really going to be like in the, during the season. Um, but I'm going to go ahead and do this. I'm going to take LSU. Okay. I'm going to take them to win 21 to 14. I think it's going to be a def- I think Low it's scoring. going to be a defensive battle a little bit. I think, as you said, turnovers could play a vile, a, a vile. Uh, what am I trying to say? A, a big part in this vital game. part. They yeah. can play a real, yeah, a vital part. Yeah, I didn't know if I was going to say it right. You got I think it. it's going to be a vile part in this game. Turnovers are going to be a big thing as well, as you said. But LSU, I think. Oh my God. Ooh, jeez. Yeah, that would have been a targeting Sorry. in college. Oh, look dude. at him. Prison. <laughs> look at him. Like, He's dazed and confused. He's like, where's the flag? Wow, there wasn't a flag. But that's actually crazy. <laughs> there was not. That's crazy. But, like, he got smacked. He got smacked. But no, uh, I'm going to take LSU in this game. I think LSU wins this. This is going to give them more confidence going in the season because after the, uh, this, is an, uh, this is an SEC opponent, you'll go on, play another non-SEC conference opponent, and then you'll get back into SEC play. If you get this first SEC win under your belt, I think it's going to be a big momentum change in your season. Yeah. The thing is, for LSU, they actually don't change any. They go SEC, 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 SEC. Who do they play after Mississippi State? Arkansas, Ole Miss, Missouri, Auburn. Then they get Army, and then they play SEC until they get Georgia State last second to last week of the season. I got you. Okay. But, yes, for me, I agree. It's a tough game, man. You can't. You can't overlook it, uh, the Bulldogs. The Bulldogs. You can't sleep on this game. They've got a. They've got the. They've got a experienced quarterback of Will Rogers. Obviously, this running back's a freaking dog. So, dog. Like I said, early defense, LSU's offense finds a way late. They pull away, win this thing, cover thirty-four to twenty-three. Thirty-four twenty-three. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that. You're going with the ten point spread. I said three. That's going to be. Uh, I mean, we're both in the we're both in the ballpark. I think yours is probably going to be more realistic than mine, but it could happen. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? It's Who knows? a big game. But who's the next game, brother? Kansas State versus the Missouri Tigers. Mizzou. Listen, listen. Mm. Watch out for Brady Cook, man. Mm. Brady Cook, that Missouri quarterback. He's, he's got good. a little bit of grit to him. He's got a little bit of fire about a little bit of fire behind him. He's good. What you thinking in this one, Ryan? Uh, man, I I really have not watched the Missouri game. I've watched the highlights of their first season game, and Brady Cook just tore it up. He looked, I mean, yeah, he's he's a field general, dude. Like he he makes the plays when you need them to make plays. Mm-hmm. Like he, I mean, and he's got a strong arm. Yep. He's got a good deep ball accuracy. Mm-hmm. There are some things he's probably going to need to work on, just minor mistakes. But I'm I'm not going to pick against the SEC. I'm going to take Missouri against Kansas State. Um, Kansas State is kind of a weird team just because they are in the Big Ten. They are going to have to play a lot. They're going to have to play some hard opponents for sure. Um, I just can't pick against the SEC when it comes to the Big Ten, Big uh, Big 12 sometimes, man. Like, it's – it's um, but Big 12 for sure. Big 12 teams have shown that they can upset the SEC teams for sure. Like, Texas is one of the biggest ones. Texas upset Bama. Um Missouri has been on the rate. Missouri has kind of been like, eh, can they be good in the East? Yeah. 
like it's been when so they long. play Florida this year, <laughs> like depending on who they play, like when they play Florida, depending on what the record is, I don't care. Florida, they're gonna beat Florida this year. Um, but when they play Georgia, I think they they give Georgia a little run for their money. Mm. I don't know. We'll see. Mm. But I'm gonna take Missouri in this game. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say 31-21. Okay, you're pretty close. We're pretty close on the score wise. 31-21. What's the spread on that? Five and a half, Kansas State. So they think it's gonna be Kansas a good State's game. favored? Oh yeah. Nah, nah. Mm-hmm. Missouri. I'm a zoo. Listen. I was with you all the way until I looked at last week's game and who they play Middle Tennessee State and it was twenty three to nineteen. Sorry, I gotta go Kansas State on this one. I won. Kansas State played last week. Kansas State played. I think they beat the snot out of that team. Twenty three to nineteen. Yeah, they beat the snot out of Troy. Dang, Kansas uh, State's averaging 40, 43 and a half points a game, man. Ooh, man. <laughs> I'm not changing my pick. But uh, the score may have to change a little bit. It's all good. Hey, I'm kind of with you, though. I really think Missouri is going to play really tough. I do like Brady Cook. If Missouri waxed Middle Tennessee State last week, I would be on this bandwagon because it's hard to pick against SEC for me as well, especially when it's yeah. when it's one of these games where it's like, obviously Vegas thinks it's a close game. Five and a half, they think it's less than a touchdown game. Missouri's not ranked, but... SEC, man. Yeah, I mean, if they win, I mean, if they win this game, oh, they win this game, they could definitely be they top win this game because Kansas State's still at like what 18, 19. Damn, they moved up fifteen. Jesus, whoa! I don't know about that, but I took them out. <laughs> I remember, I remember the first day AP poll we dropped. I took them out. Yeah, I had them in there, but it, it was still one of those like uh, I, yeah. they beat TCU. Can so I was like, be, I have can to have they them still open. be in there? Yeah, I mean, they still have real. their quarterback from last year. So it's like, all right, I gotta, I guess I'll. Put him in Which there. one, dude? They played like two quarterbacks last well, year. Well, the they kid played that Martinez, played against, the kid that played um against TCU, that beat him. Oh, okay, I got you. But, He's um, good. He is good. He is very good. Is that Chandler name? Morris? Yes. No. Oh, seriously, I got that right. <laughs> no, it's a uh, Will Howard. Who's Chandler Morris? He's the kid that played at TCU. He's the TCU quarterback. <laughs> Oh, he's the yeah. kid that plays at TCU. <laughs> a pick. Oh, my gosh, dude. This dude has got three picks on Josh Allen right now. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I got a chance. I have a chance. See, the fact of the matter is your defense can get turnovers, but the Jets, it just gives them more, the gives defense, them more opportunity to put Dalvin on the team. The Jets on the defense field looks ridiculous. Dude, bro. Josh Allen has thrown three picks to Witherspoon. Oh, Whitehead right now. Whitehead has three interceptions. I'm loving this right now, guys. Holy I crap. am loving this. Oh, my God. I might. Our game is ridiculously close, Carson. Oh, dude, I bet it's like one thirty-two to like one thirty. I bet it's so gonna be pick. after this. After this pick, cashes in. Oh man, dude, how like? Oh my gosh, dude, Josh Allen has three picks to the same guy. But yeah, dude, um, it's hard Kansas, to pick between. It's hard to pick against SEC. It is it's hard to. I got. I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to lean Kansas State though. Because of their offensive firepower early on in this season, Missouri's still an iffy team for me. Only put up 35 against North South Dakota, 23 against Middle Tennessee State. I'm just I gotta lean on the offense here. I would not be surprised if Mizzou pulls this thing off. I got it 30 to 21. Won't be surprised either. I mean, Kansas State's good though. It's gonna be a good game. I think it's gonna be. I said 31-21. It could be a lot more higher. It could be a higher scoring game than anything. It could be. It could be. 
I mean, so you're going Kansas State and I'm going Mizzou? Yes. Okay, hold up. So I said I was going to type these down. So. Oh, my gosh. It is 30, 132 to 131. Dude, y'all have 24 points right this now. Is That's so, insane. This is so close. I just need, like, Dalvin to fumble. I'm sorry. No, dude, I do not need Dalvin this to fumble. Is, I need Dalvin to continue to play. This is what I need. Dalvin to fumble and then the Jets to get another pick. <laughs> if Josh Allen throws another pick, dude, I, I don't care what anybody else says. Josh Allen is trash. <laughs> if Josh Allen throws four picks in this game, he is trash. Do not even at me on that. Two is the best. All right, let's get, let's get, this. Let's get back on this. Let's get back on this. All right, Tennessee. Next game coming up. Tennessee, Florida, baby. Tennessee, Florida. Tennessee. Tennessee. All right, what's your what's your score prediction? Mine's thirty five to eighteen. There's no I don't think there's any talking about this one really. Thirty five eighteen. I'm gonna say forty to from forty to fourteen. I I get it. I'm with you, honestly. I mean, come on now. Florida Florida is not Florida's not good, man. Tennessee only seven point favorites is disrespectful, bro. I gotta be honest. Only what? Seven point favorites only. Well, I mean, it is like a big historic matchup it's, it's so i can see why they're gonna give florida a little bit of hope florida's gonna mean, play hard you know they are but they're gonna they're gonna get the they're gonna get smacked. i want to say it i i want to say it man but i can't dude they're just gonna get that can i say it real fast no. please it's in my system no, you, okay they're gonna get the dog crap beat out of them dude like go. it's gonna be bad i don't like i don't florida, need much more work <laughs> florida florida is going to oh joe milton this may be joe milton's like heisman heisman like heisman game for sure he needs to have it's just Billy Napier, dude, I just never liked the hire. Never liked the hire at all, and it's showing. Because they played like, – who they beat last week? Who did Florida beat last week? Let me tell you. Some nobody. They beat – Crap. They beat – McNeese. <laughs> 49 to 7. At least they smacked him, I guess. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, that makes up for the Utah game, but I mean, Still. they're playing Tennessee, bro. Tennessee is in the top 10 right now. It's yeah. not happening. 35 18. What was yours? 42 to what? 40 to 14. 40 to 14. That's only going to go up by closer Saturday gets. It's going to be the closest. It's going to get worse. It's going to get worse. All right. Um, Washington, Michigan State. This was a Ooh, much man. better game before. Well, I'll let you take. I'll let you start that one off because uh, tell everybody what just happened. Yeah, that, that's some crazy stuff, and we don't want to make fun of any of it. But uh, oh my goodness, sorry, sorry. It's not to oh make fun gosh. of. It's just oh like gosh, the, the circumstances could not no, be any worse. It's terrible. Mel Tucker just signed a big contract over the offseason, and now a sexual assault situation case is uh, under under investigation currently now. We don't know it's, much it's about sad. it yet. It's sad, but Michigan State knew enough about it to suspend him. At first, it was a fired report. Everyone was freaking out. Then they retract it and say he's only suspended. So technically, still well, the I mean, head usually, coach. Usually, when you get an when you get like a charge like that, some teams don't play around with that and they'll just let you go immediately. I mean, that's what happened in the NFL sometimes. NFL, NBA, big leagues like that. Well, I mean, see, it, I yeah. mean, it happens in college too. When a report comes out like that, mm-hmm. it's usually best to get rid of that person to not bring anything on your university. Yes, I am it. glad they suspended him. It may, I mean, it he may get fired just because you don't mess around with you don't mess around with things like this, man. I mean, innocent until proven guilty, very, but 
it's it's a very serious situation, yes. but they do play an interesting game. They play Washington. Yes, Washington. And I was just kind of give context. I would have thought this is a much better game with all this coming down on them right now. I I am I just don't know if Michigan State's going to be able to keep their head on straight. Obviously, um, you could it's, use the it's a big, it's devil's a big advocate there. The it is. You could go devil's advocate and say they're going to play for coach, but honestly, do you want to play for coach? That's and not to. Uh, throw, I'm, throw I'm not going to put anything on that. I'm not exactly. going to say anything on that. So that's it's like, just. It's a very. It's a messy situation to be in for a university, especially yep. since you just signed him to a big, big, long, extending contract. Mm-hmm. And for all this to come out, it does kill. It does kill a little bit of your. It does kill the vibe of the season a little bit. Yeah. But. I'm taking Washington. Obviously. Taking Washington. Michael Penix Jr. is going to have another good game. Say, hey, 16 point favorites. Are you are they covering? Oh, dude. They Ooh, man, that's a big one though. I don't know. Spread. 16 point. 16 points. Yep. Oh, man. Mm. Mm. I don't think they cover. I think Michigan State keeps it a little close. Okay. I'll say I'll say a 10 point. I'll say 10 points. Ten points, okay. But I think Michael Penix Jr. throws over four hundred yards and five touchdowns. I got him covering. I go forty. I, mean, I could see it happening. Don't get me wrong. I want to give Michigan State a little bit of leave just because of everything that happened. I'll give them a little bit, but Michael Penix Jr. is going to go. It's at Michigan State, right? I will tell you. I think it's at Michigan State. I think it was at Washington last year. Or I think it was at. Uh, it is at. Dude, the Jets are rolling right now. They are. They're moving that ball. Uh, yes, at Michigan State. Okay. Okay. So yeah, I think I. I feel like it's reasonable just to give them ten, just because it's a home game. Uh-huh. Oh my God, Dalvin, please let him score. No, please no, let him score. No, no, no. Please, no, no. Don't you dare throw that goal line fade. Did he throw it? Oh my gosh. Did he catch it? Oh, that's nasty. Garrett Wilson's a dog, dude, that, bro. Dude, that's sick. Dude, that's sick. Garrett Wilson is unbelievable. Oh, my gosh. Oh, dude. Hey, props to Zach Wilson for coming in this game and taking it over. <laughs> what the hell was that, bro? Dude, that was an acrobatic catch right there, dude. Oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh. Oh, my goodness. Oh, dude. Such good concentration. Oh, Wilson to Wilson. Hey, there's that connection. Wilson to Wilson. Davis White got beat on. I mean, it was good defense, but he just made an acrobatic play. Like he literally played perfect. He played literally perfect defense, bro. So what's your score prediction for this Washington, Michigan state game? I have Washington 42, Michigan state 23, 19. Wait, what would you say? I couldn't hear you. 20 words. Washington 42, Michigan state 23. Okay. Okay. I had it as a ten point game. So I'm gonna 19, take so I'm gonna say I'm gonna say thirty to twenty Washington. Thirty twenty. Say thirty right. to twenty. I like it. You know, you know, a missed extra points. It could happen. Um, but I think Washington ultimately comes up with this win for sure. I like it. All right, let's get this last pick in and get out of here, brother. North Carolina versus Minnesota. Minnesota. Oh, I'm just, just joking. Come, I'm just come joking. straight out the gate. All right. I'm just joking. I don't know. It's just like like after that App State game, like, I mean, they're kind of like looking to get upset. That's the thing. So, you know what? I'm not going to be crazy. I'm going to be I'm going to be a little ballsy. Bold. And I'm going to take Minnesota. Love it. Love it. 
I'm going to take Minnesota. What's the spread on that game? North Carolina, seven and a half. Minnesota is going to win the game 17 to 14. Ooh, defense. What defense does Mid- what what defense does North Carolina have though? Minnesota does though. Minnesota's got Minnesota pretty good defense. has a team. Minnesota has a defense, but like what what defense does North Carolina have? I mean, App State literally just took you probably the hardest game of the season right now for you. Yes, double overtime. So I'm gonna take the upset and I'm gonna take um, Minnesota to win that game. I love it. I love it. All right, my pick though. I am not. Jumping off the bandwagon yet. I like North Carolina still, even though I'm not nearly as high on them as after last week as I was the week before. But I do think they pull this one off. I do agree, though. Defensive battle. North Carolina wins 23-20. to 20. Ooh, man. So I, we're pretty close. We're pretty yeah, close I, to each other. I got other. Minnesota covering. No matter what, if it's a bigger score or not, Minnesota covers this game. I don't think it's going to be a 7 I mean, win. it's going to be a big game. Um, I just think North Carolina's... I think North Carolina is going to look like a fraud if they win this game and they have to go play Miami or any other team in the ACC. Duke, they could lose to Duke. I mean, Duke beat Clemson, but Clemson's also not the Clemson that we remember from 2015 all the way to 2020. Like, they're not the same team. Yeah. So, watch uh, Upset Alert. I got Upset Alert this week. I got Minnesota beating North Carolina, and it's in Minnesota, right? North Carolina. Ooh, that would be even better. Mm. That'd be even better. Beat you win in a double overtime the week before, and then you come back home just to lose. <laughs> and Drake May, I don't think Drake May has a good game. I think Drake May, one touchdown, two interceptions, um, under 200 yards passing. Yeah, Drake is not look good. Two touchdowns, two interceptions. Good passing percentage, okay. but. What's his passing percentage? 45 out of 62, so it's say that's pushing 70 percent. I think it's pushing 70. It's about 65, maybe. Let's look. At it's that. not bad. I mean, having 65 percent completion percentage in the NFL, you're looking like an MVP. True, true. So uh, I like the games that we picked this week, man. Um, not the most exciting. Yeah, 72 games, and a half, but huh? 72 and a half. Oh, dude, that's solid. What? That's pretty good. So he's oh still throwing good but percentage, I, but I like the games that we picked. Um, as you said before, not the most exciting games, not many ranked games, but they are. Some of them do have upset alert written all over them. Some of them yes. do have. Um, some of them do have the hype to be better games than we are predicting. So, uh, you know, good luck to every team next week. Um, I really want. I just want. I want Bama to come back strong, man. I want Bama to come back strong. I, I know it's you. against. Uh, but I mean, it needs to happen. But, Understand? Um, and they, ex- there's some games out here though that we didn't talk about that could be a little more interesting. I want to throw Penn State, Illinois in there though. I think Penn State wins that okay. one pretty big. I got gotcha. you. There's still, I mean, there's still some interesting ones with. Uh, I mean, that might be it. Uh, South Carolina, Georgia. That might just be a butt whooping. But there's some interesting games. Uh, fumble, there's- fumble, fumble. Bills fumbled. Oh, wait, did they get it? Yeah, they just got it. Are you kidding me, Carson? They fumbled the Josh ball. Al- yeah, Josh Allen hit his player and fumbled the ball. Oh, my God, Carson. I'm going to take the lead against your ass. Oh, there's oh. a fight. There's a fight. There's a fight. There's a fight. There's a fight. I'm behind you. I got I to gotta hit this. Oh, my gosh. All right. We're going to watch the rest of this game, y'all. Thank y'all once again for listening to College Everybody Kings. appreciate you. Yes. And we will be back next week. Go out there. Follow us on Nate Dog Sports. 
college football and everything. We'll be dropping our top 25s for this week, tomorrow or Wednesday, some point this week. Just go out there, like it, support us. We're going to keep doing this for y'all. We love follow doing us on this. Instagram. Yes, follow us everywhere, y'all. We love doing this for y'all and for us as well. We love, we just love doing it, but we finally get to talk college football and we're going to keep doing it and not stop, brother. We got plenty of weeks stop. to keep going. All right. Peace, y'all. Peace. Always a pleasure. This has been College Games. Adios.